0: Coming
1: up on Drama Queens. I am. It's
0: some, real. This,
2: sometimes a man in an adventure and feels so wonderful
1: You always just talk every time I start, bro. The guy, I know, know.
0: The bro,
1: This is how man cries. Oh, why? Why? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going through. Oh.
0: Yeah, so basically my question is, how arrogant were you guys and how has your mindset changed from <laughs> beginning Cal Arts to now? <laughs> and now, the episode. I
2: Hello, know everybody. it's Kassam, real. This- Sometimes a y- man in an adventure and feel so You always wonderful. just talk every time I start. Right, this bam, now, now. Now. You, you queued me up for the iCarly intro. <laughs>
1: Just look at this, dude! I wanted to be Spencer movie, cry so Baby bad with when I was a kid. Oh, have you I seen have the seen movie, movie Cry Baby with
0: Johnny Depp? I've seen Cry. I well, love Cry Baby. Right I mean, over. it's it's not the best movie. He's like,
2: <laughs> you want to take that intro again, where I don't. Uh...
0: <laughs> so I mean, I'm glad you, you did. But know know know. I'm going has gotta be the real intro. Are
1: we recording? Are we on? I never know when we're on, when we're actually recording. When are we on? When well, we started? you started
0: recording, and so I'm recording now with you as well.
1: Okay, so have you started?
2: We're in, okay, baby. So we're in.
0: I have. This is it.
2: They're and listening to us right now. It's chaos.
0: It's happening. Dude. I mean, that's, what, that's what I'm that's saying.
1: Sucked. I don't know. We gotta. We gotta all say we'll start the video from here.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, we'll start anyway, the video for those from who...
2: 20 seconds ago. <laughs> <Here>. About.
1: <laughs> we'll start it from here. Goom. You seen Cry Baby, Johnny Depp.
0: I have seen Cry ba- Should we intro first, though? <laughs> the intro is whether or not you've seen Cry Baby. Okay, have yeah. you, I, I've seen Crybaby. Max, have you seen Cry Baby? I have not I've, okay, seen Crybaby. We can, cry can introduce baby.
1: yourselves. Go, go, go first. Go first, Max. My
2: name is Max Udell, and I have not seen Johnny Depp's Crybaby.
0: Okay. Wow. I'm Jeremy Griffith, at Not Funny Funny Guy on all the socials. <laughs> I, like Arianne, two out of three drama queens, we have seen mm-hmm. Crybaby. He has a single tear, Iconic.
1: My name Ari- is Arianne Kassam. <laughs> I'm here on an O-1 visa, and I have seen Crybaby. Can I ask, can I ask right. a question to we you, Arianne?
0: Absolutely not.
2: Is there a Why practical reason you always bring up like i'm just genuinely curious because you always bring up the visa is it a like a meme you're doing or is there an actual reason you bring it up
1: it's part of my name okay it's part of who i am <laughs> sure. and it's also <laughs> I, I, you, bro, I'm I, identify.
2: And I am and i am here i want to go off the bat my name is Ariane kassam visa. and
1: i can legally work here <laughs> Even this podcast I'm legally doing go. this here Legally in this country Legally speaking Is it I'm legal? I'm here on an one yeah. visa Huh? Well it's not illegal Because <laughs> I got the visa So the next
0: <laughs> the, I, I feel like the next political tribes That are going to emerge Is like this It's about your visa status And there's going to be The O1 visa people And they'll be vehemently opposed to Maybe I don't know what other visas there are You know
1: there's so um, many. Anyway. If, that's the funniest thing. Welcome to episode three? <laughs> <laughs> four. Four? Four. Well, the other one was lost Well, do the we want to count
0: one. the lost episode as an, as okay. Oh, so we had a lost episode that three
2: was 3.5. Yeah, our, our whole count's fucked because we had a zero and... Let's just
0: go with four. Let's just say yeah, we're, this is episode four. Four
2: and three, it's out what there. What are numbers? But, uh, those a tough ones. Those a yeah. tough one for all of us.
1: I it know was just it, was, it, it was it was just hard actually just to be there.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you know just to, to to when we became aware that Ariane's recording had stopped recording. It was tough for a while. I had a lot of existential doubts. I was but like we dude I'm have... sitting aside. time. So whatever and you guys are as well. I'm just being dude I'm fucking taking the piss. I maybe, know we had a good maybe, conversation. Maybe my though, tone was didn't was it communicated to the like have, have either of you ever heard Last the
2: phrase, uh, taking the thumb? I heard uh, someone... I have not.
1: Taking the thumb up yours.
2: Oh, the thumb up the ass. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. I should have pieced that one together. Is that what it is? I was okay, watching where a do review they say of that? Whereabouts in the world? I was watching... Yeah, I think what? he was... I think he's British. I was watching a game review. Uh, w- I think it's WIB, would I buy or... I, I was watching some game review and he made a joke at the end and he's like, I'm yeah. just taking the thumb. And I'm like, what the... F-? It was such a unique... Phrase, but
1: that that... That must yeah. be... No, no. That, I'm putting in my that finger context in my bum. it's like you're taking the piss. You're taking the piss. You're right, but having I, a joke. Having yeah. a laugh.
2: Yeah. with By sticking a <laughs> <your own thumb laughs> up Taking the piss and taking
1: the thumb or <laughs> having a bit of a laugh. I guess so. Bruv, bruv. It's I guess that, that's... Laugh. Yeah, I guess that, that's what they're on right now. That's
0: what they're on.
1: O one visas Dude, and the I want to
0: know. O <laughs> one visa. That's what. That's yeah. what. Well, we, me and Max were talking about it before we were recording. So I guess we could talk about it again. But Ariane, what was the what was the most influential act, showbiz related thing that happened to you this past week? That's like on your mind. <laughs>
1: influential. Man, my question. That's, that's why I'm not no, a big deal that's
2: not what you asked. That's not what we were talking about. You said you you asked me what did you watch <laughs> no, it's this not. week? Which not? It's not. <laughs> and now you're asking Ariane yes. what is the
0: most influential showbiz it's- thing? That's a <laughs> completely <laughs> different what question. Mean? <laughs> we're recording now. It's a like different that ball been, game. Dude, you gotta I've turn it on of. for the people, dude. Jesus. You gotta turn That's it a, on. just totally a different question. than what we're Squeeze out <laughs> the juice. But we're gonna ask you that next, Max, <laughs> you know, because God. now we're recording. Now it's hardball. Oof. Now, you know, so at, at a certain point, the softball's sure. gotta go away. Softball's hey, look, both, away. You're drinking
2: Topo Chico. I got the Topo. Jeremy has got. what do you got?
0: Well, it's called Strange Love. It's like Keeping Yuzu hydrated. includes sparkling water. Yeah. Arian. You don't know have, have a drink, just going dry. How you going to podcast? I do <laughs> He's just letting his saliva Arian. accumulate. But yeah, tell us, Ariane.
2: What is the most influential well, showbiz think... thing? <laughs> that's I'll tell this. you what
1: the most uninfluential was. The bloody Zack Snyder Army of the Dead. That was absolute crap. Bob Cock. This sounds like a good place to start. Wankable crap. It was not a vibe, bro. That was just like I, I said, I was speaking to you guys about it. The or I speak to, spoke to Max, right? Like, I think that the first five minutes, or maybe I don't even know if it was five minutes, but just that initial increment that they had in the beginning, that they looked like they put most of the budget towards, was great. And then everything else after that just dwindled, and was just kind of corny now, in my you, opinion now you saw this in theaters not on Netflix I saw it I literally saw it in theaters and it was just like literally literally <sighs> yeah literally I just he paid just to see a movie that, that you know? he could have
0: seen in Netflix yeah. what, Google, I what thought that and also made man, made I don't want to give better. the wrong oh, sorry what would have oh seeing it in theaters I think that too like I would have yeah, thought that's action right, sure. zombies I would have thought the movie experience would also. I would have done that as well. Zack Snyder, but I want to know, Ariana, what could Zack Snyder have done?
1: What did you want from the movie? Okay, I'll tell you. That it didn't give you. I'll tell you. It was. Okay. I'll tell you. It was set in Vegas, right? <laughs> I wanted to see some zombies <laughs> playing mm-hmm. blackjack, roulette, like do, doing Vegas. Have you seen Zombie Land? So, so, like at least so, they so showed. So, <laughs> what, bruv? The complaint. Max, he asked me. No, no, no. Wh- that's just one. That's just one. The story. If you want my number, he asked one me what many. I would do. What I would want to see from it. He said, "What I would want to see from it. See from it. Better acting is one. The second thing <laughs> Zombies would be what I actually want blackjack is-, is two. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> why not? We're just seeing more about Vegas. so funny, dude. More about Vegas <laughs> and more about, like... Yeah, exactly, bruv. You would have laughed. There was nothing... All the stuff in the movie I thought was just kind of corny. Like, everything about yeah. it, the plot... So, three is to just not the, be the a Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed... Well, I enjoyed 300... that was a a great movie at the time but you know what someone mentioned the point of when you have characters that have it that are very egotistical and when you have characters that are basically like very aggressively i don't know in that world 300 those slow-mo pans and that story and the dialogue doesn't really matter it was more so the ego and like ego and energy of these characters mixed with that cinematography matched it but when you have altruistic characters or like characters that are seemingly good in a way and you're showing all these like kind of shots that are trying to make them egotistical like they had a slow-mo in that movie i don't know spoiler it's not really a spoiler what the the girl in the movie has a slow-mo you know Zack snyder loves his bloody slow-mo pans and he's doing the slow-mo thing and the girl is just doing this she's just nodding up and down in slow motion and it was just like it just it that's not like it worked for 300 Ridiculous. but like her just Tig Notaro it was, just, was it you know
2: are you referring to Tig Notaro is that her name I think isn't she in that is she the comic who they replaced I, not, Christa Lea I'm with I'm not
1: familiar the, 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 Bautista's daughter I don't know Bautista okay. you know the big I ass guy I like feel
0: Tig Notaro would His not play Bautista's daughter, daughter. Yeah, that, that, exactly
1: <laughs> Right. How was okay, Batista's so, so acting? That... Was, was it an improved? Oh my God. How... Compared to Drax. Bro, this is how man cries. <laughs> no, the guy <laughs> tries to seem emotional just but for... I wish like the audience could see me right now, but it's just like, oh, his eyes are just like, it's like he's just being like, why, why? And like trying to force some like tears. Like, like you know that face that actors it. make? It's just like, oh, oh, I'm going through. oh, And it's just like, he, yeah. just, he just squinted his eyes to try and make himself physically cry, and I think it just—it just didn't. I don't Dude, know, bro. The man's probably got mad blockages in him. He can't get in touch with his emotional well, side. but Cause
2: cause <laughs> he can do it, he—he's in that. He's in the opening scene of Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and he's really good in it. He like sets the tone for the whole movie.
1: I do remember that scene. He, it's like maybe really he should have cultivated that he's kind waiting, of energy, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, he knows Ryan he's going to be and deactivated,
2: and it's like a whole. It's and it's. It, I remember. I did like him in that. I remember being like, I couldn't believe it was uh, Dave Bautista. But
1: that's, maybe that's the thing they like. They they had the right energy, like Blade Runner, right director, and that yeah. scene is a great one for. Is a great one for him. It suits yeah. him really well in that thing. You know that when energy. He's, and he's like, very good. At being, just seemed.
0: Yeah, stoic and quietly. So that's why I felt
1: like Army of the Dead army of the did try to be like funny and kind of wholesome and thing and like and then try and juxtapose it with this, these like really cool like slow motion shots and everything and i was like sigh, it. sigh
0: it. yeah it felt like it uh to, to quote max's though. thing from recent weeks the, <laughs> i'm glad that i always love eating popcorn but it seems like that movie it didn't embrace exactly what it was or what it wanted to be there was kind of it seems like there were some tone confusions well Versus ask, being one thing ask Max and just how owning how long you even
1: it? <laughs> how long did how you long last did you watch watching into the movie, Max?
2: I, we were a little tipsy and we wanted to do a movie night. And we turned that on. And first off, props to Zack Snyder for opening with a Richard Cheese song. I was thrilled to hear it. I love Dick Cheese. And I will listen to his music till the end of time. Uh, it's yeah. funny stuff. That being said, we quickly Damn realized sickness. it was yeah. We quickly realized it was not the vibe we were trying to cultivate for our evening, and turned it off in about five minutes. But I do want to go back. There you go. Excellent. I do want to go back and watch it. It just see it. It was more a vibe thing. It was more like oh, we're vibe check. We're like happy, fun, not drunk, it. and maybe zombie movie. Maybe hardcore zombie movie is not it right now.
1: I mean, it wasn't even hot. That's it, fair trust enough. Me, I, I think it's like a maybe soap
2: opera Zach time. Snyder was not the vibe. I would not have also thrown on Watchmen or 300 or or uh, the four hour long cut of well, Justice yeah, yeah, League at that
1: time. <laughs> right, right, right. But this, uh, which yeah, I, I enjoyed. enjoyed, I enjoyed the get that cut. Some, some of the, the best movie, was, but I liked it. Haven't the... yet. Which one?
0: The Snyder cut. The Snyder cut of Justice oh. League. I watched it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. uh, what well, you were saying, Ariane? My b dog. Nah, I'm
1: over it. now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna draw.
0: Okay, something I wanted to nah, ask. No, no, oh, no, right, no like a, dude. So, nah, bro, I, I was on it. I, mean, I right. can't <laughs> go there anymore. Whatever the thought was,
1: it <laughs> left. I'm not gonna tap. So in. you saw a scene. Okay, you I would let say it go. that. Anicha.
0: Yeah, Anicha. <laughs> Ar- Army of the Dead. <laughs> uh, is a stroke, it? right? Batista's now? <laughs> crying scene. Nah, bro, it's the leg. But Batista's crying scene was not good. I want to ask Max. Max. What is the first scene that comes to mind that you think is like the best crying scene that you've seen in a movie
2: <laughs> the first scene that came to mind was Max's the, face yeah. well okay because I'm sure I could pick like a air quotes better one the first scene that came to mind I think we talked about it on this podcast was Margot Robbie in Inya when she's looking in the mirror oh okay. that's a fucking
1: and like oh. smiling and crying oh, oh
2: my
0: God that that's is, fucking acting yeah, man. Yeah. She's, she's, uh, that's a crazy, that's how, a, okay, it's crazy, that's how a crying scene You just want be to done.
1: hold it and say, it's, it's okay. It's just the
2: first thing it's that okay. came to mind, but it's very, yeah, it's a great, uh, it's really emotional and she, she's amazing. She goes in through it. so much with just her eyes yeah. and like
0: so many thoughts. Yeah. She, uh, poof. Very good. Very, very good scene. I really, I really got to see it. This is like the second time it's come up it, in four what? She's and the a half episode. Best. She's the best part. It's like it's a good
2: movie made great she's by incredible. her phenomenal performance.
1: Performance, yeah.
2: Yeah. I have I have nothing that's against wonderful. the movie, but I, I think it's like bog standard, very good, and what blows it out of the water is just she's you can't take your eyes off of her. Do you do you yeah. have a that's amazing. G- favorite crying scene? One that I'm comes sure my, he oh, does. Dude. I'm <laughs> he, sure he does. He's, he's, sure he's going to pull out his list, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> a little
0: scroll. Whoa, 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 whoa. So the first one is, I don't know if you guys saw my scene Have in viewing. Have you ever Ewing's. seen no, Confessions? Um, <laughs> crying is hard, dude. No, um <laughs> did you guys watch <laughs> Me, The Walking Dead? So I did a scene early once. on. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> but did you guys watch The Walking Dead or no?
1: No, I haven't yes, seen yeah, it actually. Yeah, yeah, I did a
0: little bit. There's a scene, I think it might be third season. Um, But it's like when... It's a season when they're, like, all staying in a prison. And somebody dies. But then the main guy, Andrew Lincoln, as Rick, he had this thing where, like, he just... The way he cried, and then, like, he collapsed to the floor and, like, was so... Is it the is it uh, the meme where grief?
1: he's like oh no? Yes. <laughs> no no it's no. it yeah. that
0: yeah. meme so much. <laughs> You've seen that meme right? When I first oh, saw no. that shit. Before no. the meme. Before the meme, I was just what struck me about it was I fucking I believed him in man. in the heat was like, of the hey, moment he it's a floor, big dude. choice.
2: Yeah, in the yeah. heat of the moment it works. Yeah. And then you take you know, it out of context. Yeah, dude. I would have now, quietly. How
1: long I okay. think no, long. it's good.
2: How long has the, the original Walking Dead been going that season three counts as early on? Am I so out of touch? How many seasons does that show? Dude, I, they, 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 no, no, there's so I feel many like spinoffs like at least on well. 12,
0: 13, 14, 15. No, but I, right, the original. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up right Google now. It. I'm gonna look what up how many savages? seasons of Walking
2: Dead. Seasons. Well, uh, we'll all be quiet while Jeremy Googles. <laughs>
0: Thank you. 10 se- Okay, over 10 yeah. seasons. Ten. Yeah, 3's early over on. over
2: 10 seasons of the show. That's mm-hmm. that's 30 per- Jesus. Have you
1: seen the most iconic one when they just killed that uh, Steven Yunoff? It's crazy. Sorry I feel like, is that, that right? I'm Not sure. a major spoiler. It's mm, a brutal episode. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't watched that, bro. If you don't know about it, it's you missed been it all- in the culture, I knew about right. it before I even watched like it. You, it's no, no, no literally I in saw the a zeitgeist. meme about it it's like the red wedding. <laughs> <laughs> if they've made a meme about it, yeah. If they yeah, it's a like meme you know about who Luke's it, father like, is. So
0: that's too
2: old. Ariane, yeah. <laughs> do you have yeah. a
1: crying scene
2: that comes to mind? <laughs> <laughs> now that we've made our rounds. Right, to, we sh-
1: come on. I do. I do. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> Royal Shakespeare Company. What is it? Hamlet. Oh. There Stratford you go. upon Avon. In real Set life. in West Ghana. Papa Esiedu. Youngest Hamlet to have ever performed <laughs> at the RSC. Right, tw- 26, 26 years old the <laughs> <laughs> Graduate from Lambda. 26 All years right. old.
0: All right. La- oh, he's from Lambda. He okay. Bra- he's no, from I was I like- Lambda. He- he's
2: from Lambda.
1: As in he graduated. It-, it makes sense in the UK, Max. It makes sense. He was sense. born in Lambda? Are yeah. you saying he was born there? Yeah. No, he's... Born and no, raised. No,
0: he went to Lambda, so he's from he Lambda. He was born in the bathroom at Lambda. <laughs>
2: They took care of them. All the teachers no, put all their. It is amazing. <laughs> Ari it Ari It takes I'm so a village. fucking or mad that we're
1: joking about it this right a, now. It this it is takes what a what these lamb, guys though. do. They ask me a question. They ask me a question and then just go on about how they disagree with it the whole time. <laughs> like I'll never get my this recommendation it's a of the week. Just no. some skincare. Some some skincare tips. <laughs> they resu- They opposed it because they're men. They don't take care of themselves. We want to have dirty, poor, filled faces. I believe in that. Huh. I never Max once like, said you that. Can have I don't cats want dirty, poor, to have. filled face. So I mean, you, can yeah, true. True. you can do that. Act-
0: <laughs> but bro, oh, no, I think shit. it's amazing about Papa and about Lambda. I actually, because you yeah, guys no, no, talked it really about good. it last time. I watched his To Be or Not To Be, because they have the video, s- and he is, I mean, he's great. You know, he's its he's a fantastic, it just really, no, but that's I don't know, thing- man, it made me so excited about Shakespeare again. Like this, we were you going to say, Aryan?
1: Yeah. What's the thing? Well, no, d- well, like, I know, the play's I the was going to say, like, z- we'll seeing it, the it live, or just, like, <laughs> seeing performance. <laughs>
2: Bruv, shut up. <laughs> no, it was Jeremy, there's... Oh, my God. <laughs> other, other, either you're lagging lag. or something, every lag. time I speak, I you just... You need to get used to it. Oh it's lag, God. baby. I kept thinking, this guy's cutting Ariana me off every is single time i speaking. Area, it's lag. Look, he just did it again. Oh, my God. It's like every
1: time <laughs> I speak, I just hear his voice. <laughs> and then I stop speaking because I'm like, oh, do you want to say something, Jeremy? Yeah. <laughs> um you were saying i was gonna basically say oh my god you just did it again (laughs) (laughs) okay okay basically there is something to be said about seeing just relating back to that crying thing or like seeing it you know like what's the best crying scene i think that's where theater like kind of has all of the i mean you just see it raw it's like right there so it always is going to affect you more and i miss theater and i miss I want to see like a Shakespeare show live, man. Like I'm desperately trying to, you know. I have a new question for you
0: guys. (laughs) I'll ask Max first. Max, if there was any Shakespeare production that you could say like, I'm going to put it up over the next few months, I'm going to play whatever role I want in it, and we're just going to do it in LA. What production and what role would you choose?
2: Mmm, that's very hard. Um, There's so many. I probably would just, uh, probably Iago. I love Iago. I want to play Iago one day. Mm. And I feel like I could do that casting-wise. Uh... Yeah, I think I well, whatever. I don't need to get into the. You can make any Shakespeare production I think interesting in any time. But, uh Iago is a role Who that would... I have always wanted to sink my teeth into. He's uh, so fun, mm. very fun role. Yeah,
0: I can relate to that, dude. Would, uh, would you would love Ariana to be, be in the Shakespeare
1: <laughs> production with? Oh my god, bro! <laughs> it's
2: the la- I'm like scared to speak now. Arian's, Arian's getting so offended this week. I'm getting scared to talk. Uh, who would I like to be in Jesus. a Shakespeare
0: production with? Mm. <laughs> the correct answer is Arian. No? <laughs> yeah, you boys, my boys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that I don't know. That's okay. actually a really good question. There's not. Yeah, uh, could be a fun scene partner. That's a very interesting question. I just don't know. I actually don't. I spend so much time just admiring other actors' work that I actually don't think much about like what if I got to work with them. I, I'm. That's a mm, very bringing. interesting. Yeah, I've, I've never really I, uh, noticed that. But yeah, I, I don't. Damn. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's like I've I've thought on a surface level. Of course, I'd love to be, like, but uh, I don't think I could just name, like, I mean, there's plenty of actors that I would love to work with, but I don't know if one comes to mind that's just, like, I want to do Shakespeare, Shakespeare. counterpart to
1: this. Papa Esiel. That's mine.
0: <laughs> Jeremy, how'd you know? There we go.
1: I, I don't, it's no. just kind of came I always, to me. I feel I like might I be always, a witch. dude. I feel like I always, <laughs> I feel like I always like what, like I resonate with actors and then I, I see them on screen and I'm like, shit, I would love to work with them. Like Riz Ahmed, like I want to work with him. I would love to work yeah. with every brown actor out there. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> like, and Leah uh, Lea would be nice, you know. Idris, Damson Idris. I want to do something <laughs> with that guy. <laughs> Leah would, nice. Lea would be nice. Leo would be nice. The main guy. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, yeah, dude. A villain of course, in a Scorsese. Scorsese
1: like that would be nice. That
0: would be mm. wild. But Ar- Ariane, what? Um. So, what Shakespeare play? I love Iago as a choice. What Shakespeare play would you be in with Papa Essiedu, and who would you play?
1: I mean. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know with, with I would wa- I just want to do Hamlet, but he's obviously done it, so it'd be weird to do it with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless he's my dad, he could he's be your the, Laertes. He's the ghost, the fa- <laughs> yeah, I was the, gonna, gonna the say co-
0: he could be Laertes. <laughs> <laughs> <He> could, yeah, <laughs> that'd be so funny. Papa, Papa, that's stupid.
1: Papa, don't That's
0: stupid. That'd
1: be fun. I would love to do that. Shout, that's out, so funny. shout funny. out Papa Scelli. Dude, you know, <laughs> yeah,
0: shut up, Papa. Wait, wait. You know what I would love to do with you guys, okay. actually?
2: Wait, what, Max? Are you gonna I was going to say you're not getting out of this question, but you were about to answer
0: it, so. Oh, yeah. The lag no, is a dude, bitch I, tonight. I, I... I know, it's okay. We're yeah. getting through it. But no, a play I got really into throughout CalArts to an extent, even though I've never read it, so just through monologues, but it's Love's Labor's Lost. Um, And are, is that one you guys are familiar with, like the plot? Mm-hmm. It's basically yeah. just. I think oh, so. I had a former teacher who was like, "It's." It, he said, "It's not really done as much because the text is kind of tough, tougher to get through. Uh, it's very, you know, like the very, very wordy, and the the sentences are a little, like I guess it really takes a lot of homework, like more so than other Shakespearean texts mm-hmm. to kind of break it down. But the plot is, there's a king, and he has three dudes that are with him, and they're gonna make a vow. We're just gonna study." we're gonna be academics, and we're just gonna learn about the world and philosophy and everything, and we're gonna f- forswear women, and all the, you know, and it's a comedy. And like, we're just not gonna do anything mm. bad. And then, of course, the princess is coming to town, and she has three girls with her, and so they all just, you know, they fall in love secretly throughout it. And like, the monologue that I love to do at school was like, um, It's Baroon, who's kind of like the main of like the three guys. And it's just about like, oh, my God, why am I in love with this chick? She's like the ugliest one of the three. And I'm falling like head over heels in love with her. And it just seemed like it'd be such a it seems like such a fun production to just do with like your boys and your gals, you know, (laughs) when you are in that age or like uh, or what make like uh, how they make movies of Shakespeare. Like that's like more modernized. Gals and and your boys.
2: Yeah, that's the Things that's like that. the thing because there's so much, um, like there's so many meaty,
0: huh? Which one? What was the end?
1: No, 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 like I thought you were gonna say the like Shakespeare films. I thought you were gonna talk about that.
2: Oh no! I was just I was just going to quickly say there's oh. so many amazing Shakespeare roles that I'd love to sink my teeth into, but it's impossible. It's impossible yeah. right now to be like I mean, like Richard the Third and King Lear and stuff are amazing, but it's like I'm 25, <laughs> you know, like that's <laughs> uh, you, <laughs> right. You got to kind of grow into those a little bit. Have uh, <laughs>
1: you read uh, the Year of the King?
2: No, didn't Mary Lou suggest that one to us?
1: Yeah 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 he like basically he speaks about um one of the things that i remember from that is like he speaks of how he like almost contorted his body to look like a spider like Richard and like the way his physical his physical movement in that was like incredible i think there's a video is there a video online that would be cool to watch
0: wait is that Kevin Spacey's book
1: huh no, 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 no. I, Is that name? Kevin Spacey's that's book? Anthony sure the guy who was born in South oh, Africa and moved to the UK. South African, South African guy.
0: Got it. Okay, good. Because I was like, oh shit, dude, we can't be I'm plugging Kevin a, Spacey. We can't <laughs> we be plugging the, the
2: Spaceman.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, Not a good plug. Trying to find this thing. I know um, it's awful. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. I mean, yeah. yeah, Kevin
1: Spacey. Even Spacey did do that thing, that, that show.
2: Yeah, the documentary.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 About playing Richard. I know. Anyway. Is there is there anything you guys wanted to bring up? Were we saying something? Oh, never mind.
1: Yeah, I wanted to ask this, yeah, this, this. Because remember, <laughs> so one of our teachers actually contacted us, Mike Bryant, and he's like oh, a, yeah. a, a critical studies teacher. Today. He's great. And he asked us like if we could give him feedback honestly about what or how to make our experience better probably for future students and i wanted to ask you guys if you what you know now at least having learned what you learned in the industry and kind of auditioning talking to agents managers and all that what would you have done in your fourth year at kalos that would better for your experience outside of kalos or at least for the first maybe even for the first few months to understanding what it's like in a year for 3 years out to understanding that it's a whole lifetime
2: you're saying separately what? of uh you're saying separately of what Mike Bryant asked us like this is not related to what we would change about the school this is like what we would do differently yeah, to yeah, set up
1: fourth year. yeah um like what would you want what would you have wanted like in your fourth year that you know now is like oh cool that would have been thick to know or to have learned i would
2: have tried to connect with somebody my age at usc that was going into the technical side of things that was studying to be a casting director or an agent or something like that because i know there are people that go to school to learn how to manage artists and i think it would have been really valuable to make a connection with somebody my age that was learning those things and what are you learning here's what i'm learning how can we both use this together to you know
1: yeah and so that, that create would be like a school just to school create program, things together connecting program well yeah that like cal reaches out to us and says hey you want to do a collaboration teaching event or something that would be cool that would be really
2: cool. Yeah, or even just right getting together and saying, okay, you're you're trying to be a casting director and agent. What what have you? There's so much on the other side of. There's so much on that side, but yeah, even workshops. What what do you see me pitched as? What you know? I don't know. It, it, it's... Imagine doing. What
1: would be cool <laughs> is to do to do mock auditions with them as the casting directors, obviously us as the actors, and then like material coming in where they have to cast for a bunch of shows. And we come into audition for those shows, right? This as like a fake, you know, like a mock audition set. That would be actually.
2: Yeah, I'm almost, I'm almost wondering. That's because it's. I didn't, I didn't prep my answer. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, the actors get a lot more out of that situation than the technical side of things. But uh... (laughs) (laughs) what
1: if casting? No, no, no. If you had certain projects, and you're like, you gave each person, hey, let's see, like, who you would cast. Because casting is now recognized as like a vital, it is a vital part of the whole story in general. Yeah, yeah. So they get the experience to also learn how to be in, be with actors and direct actors, give them notes, you know, also make decisions based on that stuff. So both mm-hmm. parties are actually going through the whole audition practice. Because one thing that I've always heard from casting directors, they are more nervous than we are because their job is like on the line for this whole thing. You know? Yeah, you know what, and
2: that. That does quickly bring something to mind. Uh, I, It's amazing to me when you do some of these in-person auditions. Um, wh- a lot of these auditions that we do in person, the the first round, you're not in front of a casting director. It's you alone in a room with a camera operator. And then they record you, and they send it in. If you get a call back, typically that's going to be with the people who are casting. And then however many rounds after that. But the first round is always... You alone in a room with a camera operator. Um, how how amazing it is to have a good camera operator. Uh, I I had I've had two drastically different experiences. One for a recent commercial the first one I did first uh, in person audition I got to do after quarantine, and the ca- the camera director was amazing and he's like he's like hey man I've like. I do have an idea for you. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, he was he was really playing with me and uh, trying to play to my strengths because he thought he knew. And it, was, it wound up being an audition I walked out very happy with and proud of. And I've had other camera directors nice. that have literally said to the group during the preamble, they're like, so the director thinks they want this for the role, but I don't think they know what they're talking about. So I want you guys to play it like this. They're like, the, the 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 director says, be sassy, but I think the director's an idiot. You need to be angry. And it's like, what the fuck? And it's it's the camera operator's not going to be casting the project. I and mean, then it's like, who do I listen to? What's going on? So that just reminded me of that.
0: Yeah. That's tough, dude. That's weird. It is weird.
1: That is weird. Is the,
0: the, the power, power place um, but w- w- you wouldn't have wanted like a class like on the business side of acting because we talked about that a lot in previous episodes I right
1: would. I mean that's just, I'm sure he would now, yeah. he just gave one answer we're going to have a whole list <laughs> so you can we're going to have a side. whole list <laughs> talk about the talk about what you know well, what I have
0: loved yeah. what did Max just say he's going to the bathroom Okay, dude, I honestly, I feel like my take is very, I think it just roots back to what you, what you kind of set it up with Ariane, where you were like something that sets you up to realize like the lifetime endeavor that it is to be an artist. And I think that some teachers kind of tried to instill that in us, but I don't think in the clearest way, but like for me personally, like, especially since I'm not actively, like, in the thick of the business, I guess, right now, um, that, yeah, just valuing yourself as an artist and getting to a place where you're really detached from your ego in a way where you're encouraged to just make things every day and be creative every day and just, like, play. I think what Max was saying last week, the kind of attitude that Daniel Passer gave him, right, and just this kind of, like, natural curiosity and, like, looking at the world and... um Because I guess I remember one time, dude, like Danny, another one of our classmates from CalArts. I think this might have been first year. and I was talking to him and he was just saying like, oh, yeah, like I want to come out of CalArts. Like I want to become an artist. I want to feel like I'm an artist. And I think at the time that meant one thing to me. I thought about it in a a different way, uh, like in a vague way. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Like an artist, what does that mean? Someone who's like, I think I maybe attach it to like pretense or a certain... Maybe like you're specifically not trying to be commercially successful and you're trying to do things that are a little more off the beaten path, kooky, whatever. But now I very much have the mindset of just an artist is just somebody who is creative every day and excited every day to see like what they possibly might be able to like create, whether it's acting or filmmaking or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, and like just for me personally, I guess that's um like mindset stuff that I would have appreciated. In fourth year
1: so yeah no no i love that it's like basically preparing you mentally for understanding that it isn't there's instant gratification isn't going to create longevity in your career <laughs> and like developing the mental yeah therapy. yeah dude <laughs> no i love that so dude, you know what else that reminded me of Stephen yeah. Fry? And i've been thinking about this a lot even fry's quote on like being an actor how you said you're not You're not just like, you want to be someone who does something every day. It's like, we should stop seeing ourselves as nouns and rather see ourselves as verbs, right? So instead of being like, I'm an actor. No, you're an individual who acts. Who may write, who may sing, who may dance. I'm acting. This is the quote, I just want to read it. He said, Oscar Wilde said that if you know what you want to be, then you inevitably, inevitably become it. That is your punishment. But if you never know then you can never be anything. There is truth to that. We are not nouns, we are verbs. I'm not a thing, an actor, a writer. I am a person who does things. I write, I act. And I never know what I'm going to do next. I think you can be imprisoned if you think of yourself as a noun. And I really resonate with that, dude, because it it, yeah. it allows... It's beautiful. <laughs> limit your like confinement of your mental side and be like, Really open yourself up to creative creativity and be like, if I want to write, go write. If you want to do something creative every day, because I think it's inherent in humans to just naturally express and be creative. So, why limit it Mm to one form of expression when we are naturally, inherently meant to express in so many ways and work? Yeah. That's my TED talk. Yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well yeah um no yeah. that's that's a it's a fucking gorgeous sentiment that's a beautiful quote I, I agree it it it's something because one of my one of my biggest uh personal hills or whatever you want to call it is I have a really hard time with allowing myself to uh make bad art like i'm I'm not afraid of looking like an idiot or anything like that but there's always a little voice in my head that's like, why write this movie? What if it's not going to be good? And it's like, well, you can't complain about a screenplay yeah. being bad if you don't even have the screenplay. And it's kind of an excuse to, yeah. uh, I mean, okay, big shout out to the war of art, a great book that talks about exactly all of this. Um, Stephen Pressfield. Yeah. It's a, that's like a central reading for any artist in my opinion, because it's about writing. It's, it doesn't yeah. even, it's not, a, but it's just about art. Uh, yeah. The practice. Yeah, the practice. Yeah.
0: Did you know, when I was in Ernest Marrero's screenplay class, he g- gave us this anecdote one day, and he brought in like New Yorker covers. And there were these really cool illustrations, and he was like, okay, so this is the same guy who made like, I think he's had nine now, right? He's had nine um, covers for the New Yorker picked up, so in that world he's seen as very successful. And he was like, I none of these covers. We're like, oh, I have the idea of what the cover's gonna be, and then I go and paint it. Just literally, he has a pack practice every day, he'll go out to his shed in the backyard, he'll have the easel and the, ca- you know, everything, and he'll just start painting. And like, and like, sometimes he has no ideas of what to paint. He'll find objects and play with like 3D modeling on the canvas, and he just makes something, and every single one of the covers has come out of that process. Mm. And um, that's something I think about a lot. Mm. And do you know, something something i wanted to get your guys thoughts on too in terms of like mindset in acting is because like i feel like i had a really toxic mindset going into cal arts that i don't even know if i've been like fully transparent about it but like i i remember before i went to school i read this thing that said like only three percent of actors will ever be like regulars on sitcoms and then beyond that it's even more rare right and so i was like oh shit, i have to be better than 97 percent of the other actors out there if I even want to have a chance of making money, you know, in Hollywood and doing it. And so like, I feel like I kind of allowed myself to like feed the delusion, pretty much my whole time at CalArts, that hopefully something would click and I would be seen as so exceptional and I would be given these opportunities and like, and I would just be able to make money and pay off my debt and all this stuff right after CalArts and I'm just wondering how much, if any, of those kinds of feelings did you guys feel? And also, I've heard stories of a lot of, I think, kids from other schools who come to LA thinking that. And as soon as they see the reality of LA, they've been acting for seven, eight years in school, high school, college, whatever. They have like a few months of LA and they're like, I'm out. Oh, I'm not special. I'm not going to just have a ticket to making a living here. I'm going to go home and do something else. And um, yeah. So basically, my question is: How arrogant were you guys, and how has your mindset changed from <laughs> beginning CalArts Arts to now? <laughs> I love these
2: smirks. Hmm. <laughs> well, it's a unique. It's a unique question. No, you. you.
1: No, you put your hand up, bro.
2: Huh? Oh well, it it it's a it's a bit of a segue because there's a there's a great. There's a really good book about um, dealing with that and mitigating it, but but I I think yeah. that's a bit of a different. That's not quite the answer. Uh, you're asking a bit of a different question.
0: Um, yeah, but it's in the same world. Yeah. yeah, I mean, very, very. Any relevant thoughts? It, it I'd wasn't love. even a different it...
1: way of asking that. What a different way of asking that question is like. What what were some acting prejudices that you believed before all going into Telos? Calor- product
2: i mean wh- i i don't want to now now you've both asked a question and all i'm left to do is answer so i want you to do challenge
1: i'll try answer that one what prejudices okay Goofs. one of them was that okay. i didn't even think about the visa <laughs> at least from my right. perspective i came here and i was just like visa i want visa what the hell is bro what the, i'm here act fam like, you know, I just came here and I was just thinking, like, someone will sort it out. It'll work, <laughs> it'll, it'll work itself out by, you know, just randomly. I think I also thought that, I mean, when I when I really, like, first got to CalArts, I think my whole, after a whole time there, I think my whole relationship, at least, or idea of what acting is, changed. Mm-hmm. Like you, or you understand you know like what what because first year first
2: year viewings is such a big deal because i think for a lot of us not all i i don't want to speak for anyone but myself but i think a common thing is just like the applause like uh, associating associating acting with a perceived goal of success um this is one of the lessons that like nataki taught us first year that i still really carry with me where she'd always talk about a phantom menace and it's it's really the same thing that you just brought up with that beautiful quote Ariane. but like if you think a character is something it's going to be unattainable uh if you seek applause if you seek applause it's just never going to be enough applause. If you're rating yourself banked on how loud they clapped, then you're yeah. going to start getting in your head and, well, I saw this one person, and then you'll be, you know, you just, it constantly eludes you. I think associating it with money was another thing. The, I mean, just the, the idea of success and art are kind of inherently counterproductive to each other. Um, and there's a lot of people who try and put a worth on art, particularly in terms of numbers, whether it's money made or the amount of credits had or right the amount of covers or paintings. And don't get me wrong, it is awesome and amazing. And I strive to be able to live off of my art. That would be a dream, but it doesn't invalidate the art. It doesn't mean you should not create or that you're not an artist just because you don't have those numbers.
1: Yeah. art regardless of the money do it because you actually you actually want to I get that for sure yeah there's... but it'll I feel like that comes over time it's like when you don't focus on the thing you just kind of like at least with acting I never really like I, I'll never really look at how, think okay this is a series regulated you know you're gonna you're gonna get this amount of money like I think most of the time you're just like shit let me get this character and as you, that what you said was like so true, like don't see characters as just one thing or being one thing, like a whole, full, complex human beings is definitely, yeah, I, that was just a second point. It's like, yeah, I agree with that.
0: Yeah, I love that stuff. Well, Ariane, I guess to kind of clarify what I was getting at before, like, well, no, well. I mean, I, well, I told you how I thought of whatever, wh- how, what I thought I was going to be as an actor, how it changed in Cal Arts and the realities and stuff. Did you, Ariane, think how, you were going to go to Cal Arts? You're going to study acting. You're going to shoot out and like burn up Hollywood and get into like <laughs> Scorsese up. flicks and things like that. You know what I mean? Did you see your? Did you see yourself yeah. as like that shining star,
1: yeah.
0: or like did you? Yeah. yeah, like you, you very much yeah. thought like that. That's, cool. that's how it was going to play yeah. out. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah right you, you have leave, to right to go, to go to acting
1: school ac- would you let me ask you this let me see acting school would you leave halfway across the country convince your brown parents that you're not going to become a lawyer even though you've got good grades <laughs> you're going to become an actor travel halfway across the country then get them to spend all this money on their bloody education that is very <laughs> overpriced right, for me to then be like, be like i don't <laughs> really believe in picturing that. It- no, I believe You have to. There's no other way around it. Otherwise, like, you just, you know, if it takes time, it takes time. That's one thing that I've understood. My change, my thought of change, hasn't drifted in that way that I don't think that like I'll find success. Success will differ, whatever it is. Yeah. But I know that it will. Whatever it is, I have to be patient, and it will take time. Yeah. Guarantee you with God's help. Okay. And some hard work. There we go. A bit of luck. (laughs) <laughs> inshallah they we find dory we find dory and dory in this case is a metaphor for success.
0: yeah and that's what i didn't have is the okay oh if it takes time it takes time my mindset was like fuck that it's not gonna take time right. it's gonna happen max did did you feel how did you did you feel like a hot shit shooting star yeah coming through cal arts yeah yeah and you were like i'm gonna fucking get into the a-list like soon after college
2: i didn't know I didn't it it wasn't necessarily so grandiose but it was um yeah I was very young when I went to CalArts and CalArts was kind of this white whale of a thing and so to me yeah at the time just getting getting into CalArts and getting to go was like I fucking made it I got into this school yeah like Fuck yeah, fuck you,
0: I did it. I felt that too.
2: Right, I did it, I'm here now. I'm going to be a trained, studied traditionally, you know, classically. Uh, And then, yeah, I definitely, you know, I thought I was loud. I was cast in all these shows my last year in high school or fucking whatever. Like, I definitely had a uh, very, very, very different idea of the art form and reasons for doing it at the time. Um, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it was, and and I think some of that's just being young and coming out of high school and some of it's obviously the, the work and the things I've been exposed to some, some great books that have helped reframe how I think about things like that. And yeah. Yeah. Well, it's so funny. It's so naturally segues. It's like been burning me up to bring it up. There's this phenomenal, phenomenal book called the gift. Uh, it's written Oh shit there's there's two... art under capitalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about art under capitalism and the idea that you know so much of whatever we exist around money. It, money is success yeah. and like like we were just talking about it, art is success when it makes money. We put all this value on art. But it's it's and it's this amazing book. It's uh it's kind of slow reading because the the entire first half of the book is dedicated to the, uh, I guess anthropology might be the word, of the culture of gift giving throughout all of human history. It, It examines how people have given gifts, how different cultures, all these places give gifts, and then it spends the second half basically posing the idea that art is not a product it's a gift and when you give a gift mm-hmm. you you never expect something in return if if you give a gift and expect something it's not really a gift right if you expect applause or if you expect money if you're if you're giving it to receive you're not really giving something you're transacting you're trading it's capitalism yeah. 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 I love it. Oh, it's a brilliant book. So it's the idea book. of you you're when you yeah. when you act for applause or whatever all these things we are talking about you're you're doing it in the name of capitalism not in the name of
1: or instant gratification at least. Yeah.
2: yeah. And so it's about reframing yeah. the idea of yeah, it's reframing this whole idea your art it doesn't have to make money. It doesn't have to be good if it's if it's a part of you and you make it for the sake of sharing art. That is a gift for you to give the world and whatever comes of it, 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 the argument comes back to itself where basically it poses the idea that when you give a real gift that you uh, do not expect anything in return. Exactly. And, and it talks about all these cultures and a lot of other cultures gifts uh, weren't even meant to be kept when you receive a gift you are also receiving the idea of paying something for it and i'm i'm getting in it but it's um yeah. it, it really it really reframed yeah really reframed how i yeah. um examined just the idea of you know fucking all of it
1: <laughs> that reminds me of like when you when you when you said that like you got to give a gift without expecting it's also like um this is funny, i'm going to get a bit religious, but I'm a Muslim anyway. There's a, there's a verse of the Quran that basically says, "When you give, whoa. when you give with your right hand, why did you say whoa, bro'?" <laughs> anyway, when you give with your right hand,
0: I was playing with your joke.
1: Your,
2: oh my god! It's the lag. Wait, wait, we gotta reset. You're thinking. <laughs> I'm,
1: gonna I'm gonna stop. Jeremy, don't speak. When you give lag. with your left hand, so what I'm saying. Oh my God! <laughs> All right. When you give with your right hand, your left hand should not know what your right hand is doing. So don't do don't do it and show. Like don't be like, oh, it's to those people who donate a million dollars and are like, I donated a million dollars to this fund and like.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: And it's like that type of thing, you know. In that same way, is it? It's like don't give with an egotistical mind. At all. Or a boastful my Sure. Because you have an abundance of it. Don't give like yeah. don't expect to. those YouTube yeah. videos. Yeah,
2: you expect We to. give fifty thousand dollars away to Yeah.
1: No, no, no. You seen those TikToks where they like yeah. I saw in this guy decided to help him and then they like film it and they give food.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's nasty. It's Jeremy, can I predict gr- what yeah, it made it feels you think gross. Of... Can I predict what, did, what, what did it made you, you, you think of? Are you gonna say Drake's pretty video pretty for think God's plan? No, oh. but that's hilarious. <laughs> I really thought you and were going to bring that, that up. <laughs> yeah, no, he's just giving stuff up. No, it's the idea you were talking about with the with the gift and the the verse from the Quran. Aryan's talking about. It made me think of uh, passages from Marcus Aurelius' Meditations, like the one where it's it's talking about like a, a metaphor with like fruit, like branches bear fruits and leaves. Right, that's how natural it is for mankind to do good. And I think you can make the parallel to make art where it's like you do good and that's it. You don't think about it. You know, I feel like this this similar idea is echoed through a lot of like wise texts and something about art and capitalism that I thought that I always think of. And I wanted to know what you guys think about it. It's crazy to me that in a sense, it seems like it's always been the case that art is tied so much to money in the sense of. I think of people like Leonardo da Vinci, right? Michelangelo, I don't know if Botticelli's one of them, but like the, the Italian Renaissance guys and where it really was just like rich, you know, b- bloodshed field families like the Medicis, other families who would just kind of pay like for their existence so they could just make art. And it also makes me think of, I don't know if A24 is like this, but I'm sure, I think Annapurna is. But there are movie production houses where the parents are like rich oil tycoons or rich, you know, energy barons. And so it's like the money is arguably made in kind of dirty, morally questionable ways. And it's like it goes into charity to support artists that, I don't know, found the right pinky to kiss. (laughs) And what do you guys think of that?
1: Uh,
2: I I think I think two things. Uh, to address your second point, really, because I even talked about that last week too. How disheartening it was, or whatever. How many whatever when I talked about nepotism? It. But yeah, yeah. How disheartening it is to see all these up and coming artists in so many fields, and when you look at it, they're right. Um, in in regards to your first point, I think from a historical standpoint, it it's not it's first off that's still like relatively limited like the artists you brought up are still pretty i, I don't want to say modern but like there's so much art history yeah. from way way fucking long ago yeah. that has lasted through that w- didn't really exist in capitalistic societies yeah. and i yeah shit like shakespeare but it i think because a lot of those yeah. a lot of those artists a lot of those artists you know, uh, rose to prominence specifically because they were brought up by these families. Um, but look at fucking yeah. um, uh, <laughs> Van Gogh, right? Like broke his shit, mm-hmm. run out of town. I always think of him too, right? And there's he's he's obviously the easiest example. Um, but I do, and, and now as I try and think of any other, they're completely out of my head. But I, I do think there are examples of, of just real art fucking prevailing, for lack of a better word. I
1: have yeah. a question for both of you. Do you yeah. think it will become more expensive to consume art in the future? Like, unattainably expensive.
0: It already is.
1: Not under. Well,
0: yeah. Um, TikTok is free. So I think that kind of shoots that in the foot right there. (laughs) That uh next question. some art.
1: some art on TikTok. Maybe you know, people might ban it. American (laughs) bandit. At one
0: point. Yeah, because of the Chinese intelligence thing. Can I say before we move on though, how fucked is it, because I valid points being brought up, how fucked is it to think of though that someone like Michelangelo got to live a lavish life off of his art while he was living because he knew how to kind of play the social game right versus someone like Van Gogh, miserable, awful, mental illness, like troubled life. And then now people are making millions off of his art after the fact, you know? And all I'm saying is I'd rather be a Michelangelo, baby. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> I think it depends on the the, uh, the venue, Aria. Yeah, but yeah. That,
1: that's like, that happens. That happens that happens to so rappers man pop smoke passed away and he. pop smoke he, oh, he's not,
0: he's a vanguard
1: like he, he was like you know but that's the thing it's like yeah money or like like art is commodified and it's so sad art is commodified a lot more to make a lot more money off the artist's part yeah and it's like this whole they wouldn't even thought twice about it. Well, but he passed away, and then was in the news, and people were like, "Oh, he's good," and I was like,
2: "Oh, being good." Then then look at, and then I'm, then I I guess I don't even really know where I'm going with this, but like, look at Basquiat's last few years, where he was thrust into the higher echelon by Andy fucking Warhol, and 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 now you know he he made so much off of it then, but I know he talked about the lifestyle was crazy for him and. He died so young and now his pieces are like uh, a lot of money. You know what I'd say? very widely yeah, yeah, recognized. Yeah. I think he's uh
1: things that are are finite now. Like, like that you that only have a limited amount now. Because he's put us away, they can he can't make any more things, so he just love that. Right?
2: Yeah, didn't Roger didn't Roger have a fucking Basquiat like Doodle or something that's crazy yeah, he, that he was
1: gifted. That's sick, yeah.
0: that's wild. That's wild. Yeah. dude. You know what's so crazy? Did you guys see the news about the Charlie Bit Me video? No, bro. That Charlie saw, Bit Me YouTube I, 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 video it's sold it? as an NFT for like over $700,000.
2: Oh, and I'm assuming and it's the original gonna be artist deleted, none,
0: right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know who's. I I I, I assume that it was the original video because yeah, the original really video really is set, set to be deleted from YouTube. Yeah, and it was because it was sold as an NFT. NFT. It's Sorry, crazy. The lag was it's crazy, crazy for me. thinking about.
1: NFTs. Well, no worries. Yeah, NFTs. no.
2: Um,
0: I'll count counterpoint
1: that. an hour, by the way. I'll
2: counterpoint that. So we we'll, Fifteen don't minutes. get into uh, NFTs. Uh, <laughs> that's like when you buy. That's like when you buy a movie on when you buy a digital video game when you buy a digital video game or um, when you buy a movie on Amazon Digital you don't own it you own the rights to it and if Amazon wants to take away those rights they can so so it is interesting yeah. how in the digital age uh, you do wind up buying a lot of these pieces of art in the specific context that you still wind up not owning Really? Uh, yeah, it is that. crazy to think about. I am not talking
0: about NFTs. <laughs> oh, that's we We're just talking about digital property in general. No, I
2: brought a... no, up yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I,
2: I see how it's related. Uh, yeah, through uh, Amazon,
0: yeah,
2: it's... an NFT the nfts like owning a baseball card if if they only give you the rights to two of them then but they can make more whenever they want so so it still doesn't hold value to the owner right and it's all based on artificial inflation and whatever i mean this is the this is like the polar opposite of what we were talking about between art as a gift and now it's like owning the rights
0: NFTs. to consumer yeah yeah <laughs> Should we make drama queens NFTs, guys? No. <laughs> you know what I think about NFTs, bro. If you, if if someone buys an, your NFT and you're rich now, good for you. Mm-hmm. To me, the idea of buying it, I would never in a million years spend my own money on an NFT because I just see it as so ephemeral and just so. It's like we couldn't make like a real thing. And like you're saying, it could be it's like that Austin Cleon quote in Show Your Work. It's like the internet is a copy machine, right? Like as soon as something hits digital, you can copy galore, you know? So I don't know. I think it's I think it's kinda of crazy. I think it's another way for like the ultra rich to get more detached from the rest of society. Like I think that's what it could end up being.
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree with you where it's really tough to criticize and, you know, do you, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, and I don't want to criticize anybody for doing anything that doesn't hurt people at the end of the day. Um, That being said, it's hard not to look at NFTs as a really cynical art form. It's definitely difficult for me to remove my biases and just kind of accept. But that's the, and it's what, you know, It's I brought up like BitClout a few weeks ago and like there's, at the end of the yeah. day, there's um, people, people with money, it can be gratifying or exciting to spend disposable income on perceived culture. I guess is how I'd want to yeah. phrase that. Um, so there's yeah. there's always gonna fucking be and 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 sometimes you get Michelangelo where some rich fuck decides yeah. to pay an incredibly talented artist, and Sugar sometimes Daddies. you don't, and it's it's just you know who knows. I think Ariane's having some technical difficulties.
0: Should we just recommend while he's not? No, we need his input to be like. I know I
2: feel so weird doing this without. um, But that's such an interesting conversation. I like almost, I'm like, let's call each other up once this is over. So people don't have to listen to you and I (laughs) rant. And let's just talk about it for another
0: few hours. Rant about NFTs. NFTs and Michelangelo. (laughs) NFTs and Michelangelo, dude. I know. I always used to. We can't hear you, Ariana. Um, I see you moving your lips, though. I used to watch that shit and be like, "Dang man, that'd be so amazing." They just pay for everything, and you just sit there and you just paint all day. Watch what hey, you shit. Painted the you roof cut out of this right chapel. at the beginning. Oh, yeah. you know, like the way those guys lived under patronage. Oh, it's crazy. Where it's like they're probably just fucking oh, eating crazy. prosciutto and yeah. just fucking. <laughs> paint the <laughs> right. roof of the church. Like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, puppy. <laughs> Oh my God! Because <laughs> Michelangelo was—they think was definitely gay, right? So, <laughs> oh damn, Ariana oh. left. Dude, you, you know what? was. Okay, okay, you can we hear. Can us? hear you. Okay, let's get into recommendations. Something real quick. I was gonna say though. Did you guys? I freaking was looking at the Joe Rogan podcast the other day. You know that guy does like five, three to three and a half hour long podcasts a week. That's yeah. insane to me, yeah. dude. Yeah,
1: he has interesting goes on for
0: hours. I know. And to think about the prep work his team must have to do to like read their books or watch their movies and then like assemble questions for their lives. Anyway, Arian, you're recording? You're okay?
1: No, I'm trying. So I lost the audio, by the way. Fucking hell, man. For tonight? Oh, no. 25 minutes. And it's not even actually, no, it's not even letting. It says error opening sound device we got to
0: get Best Buy over at your house before the next podcast. I mean, bro. The Geek Squad.
1: Shit, dude. Is my laptop just that shit? Like...
0: Ariane, what's your recommendation? <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to recommend this week, dude.
1: Um, you guys go first.
2: <laughs> oh, God. Hey, figure <laughs> it out after Rex. You don't need to figure it out right now.
1: I'm not. I'm just. I'm just... I, love this <laughs> I hate this fucking laptop I know It's alright dude
2: Yeah
0: we'll get there We'll get there Okay what should I recommend? <laughs> you know what I'll recommend bro? I'm gonna recommend the first 40 minutes Of Dead Poet Society Because <laughs> Last night I just started I've never seen it before like, But I started what? watching it last night for the first time I know But I was watching it on Disney Plus Bro, there's plenty of movies I've never seen, and there's plenty of movies that I have seen. That's you know what I'm saying? a very Jeremy movie, though, I would say. Oh, I, I was thoroughly enjoying it. That's why I'm recommending it, because <laughs> the part where Robin Williams is like, we didn't read poetry, the words dripped honey from our tongues. And I was like, fuck yeah they did, Robin Williams. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, the first 40 minutes, they just, spoiler alert, movie from the late 80s, they just got into like the cave to reconvene the society for the first time. They're figuring it out. I'm excited to watch tonight and uh, see what happens in the rest of the movie. But I just, I feel like an appreciation of language and the beauty uh, that that poetry can have is definitely going away in our society. You know, it's all about the melody these days. It's not about the words anymore. And I'm as guilty of that as anyone, but that's my recommendation.
2: He's a proper Wordsworth. Uh, I am going to recommend. I'm going to go ahead and recommend the remaining 60 minutes of Dead Poets Society to Jeremy. Uh, I really think you should finish that movie. Finish.
0: <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. No. Bro, I, I, it was my bedtime. Um, it was my bedtime, dude. I'm I'll not going to stay up and um, watch. I got to go to sleep. What
1: time is your bedtime?
0: <laughs> I always sleep by midnight, dude. I'm always, oh, I'm always in bed by midnight.
2: Uh, Thank you. I will I will legitimately recommend, good lad, I will legitimately recommend I started rereading uh, House of Leaves by Mark Z. Danielewski. I think that's the middle that's initial. That's quite a name. Um, it's a really long book. It's one of the scariest pieces of art I've ever consumed. It's really, really just scary shit. It's really scary it's terrifying. shit. Um, and it's a book and you're terrified. Yeah, yeah. It's, That's challenging. That's hard to do. I agree. I agree. What
1: makes, how do yeah. you make a book scary?
2: It, um, it's written really uniquely. Uh, it's got several layers of kind of meta text to it. So the author... <laughs> the editors got some notes in the book. Like there's the, It's all fiction. So there's the editor, then there's the author. Then there's the main character, and then the main character finds (laughs) his dead neighbor's diary, and the neighbor's diary talks about a documentary that doesn't exist. And in that documentary, it's about a guy that moves to his house with his family that's falling apart, and when he's, uh, Measuring out the house doing like home renovations. He measures the inside and then he measures the outside And there's one extra inch on the inside of the house that isn't on the outside And then it's all translated through this neighbor's diary Then through the main Character who's this really fucked up guy on drugs And then you've got the editor, so it, like, breaks into the real world, and it's written like a government document at times, and it's so hard to explain. I didn't think a book would scare me that badly. Um, The first time I finished it, I was sleeping with the TV on, because I didn't want to, I didn't want to, like, have a dark, quiet room all to myself. It's like a really fucking scary book, I swear.
0: (laughs) That sounds like quite an experience. Um Okay, Ariane, what is close us out, Ariane, with your recommendation.
1: Recommendation of the week is this app slash website called Rome Research. All right, now listen to this. This is actually sick. So it's basically like a note taking app or website that uses bi-directional linking, which means that you basically can link if you if you take notes about fuck? or like it takes your highlights from Kindle, and if you just take notes on whatever let's say you read a book on meditation right and now you're taking notes on meditation everything that talks about meditation you link it into this like bracket thing and then everything you've ever read or consumed about meditation is now underneath the bracket and it has this like, really cool graph metric that you can like you see exactly what links to what links to mm. And like, you know how wikipedia they basically say you get from one place you can get from mm-hmm. mcdonald's to miley cyrus or something like that so it uses like Latin thinking and this bi-directional linking that essentially you can understand where your train of thought comes from. It's, it's really it looks
2: cool. I'm looking at it right now. It looks cool.
1: It's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's really awesome.
2: That sounds
0: wild, dude.
1: Dude, it's amazing because every t- it'll change your, your way of note taking forever because that's how it mimics the brain. That's how the brain thinks. With like, you can have one thing and it's all the things that, that you've, been, you've been associated with. So it's really cool. If you like taking, I don't know, if you like, if you take notes when you yeah. read books or if you that's like shit when you use your Kindle. It's like an organization.
0: You
2: know, well, no, buddy. if you were listening, that's dope. If you were listening, God help
0: you.
1: And Inshallah,
0: Inshallah, we shall find Dory. Dory. I, thought, I was going to leave All that. Right. I was
1: going to leave it up to Jeremy to say that.
2: I thought we would all say it together and then the lag probably that was I that like liked one.
0: saying it like next I liked both saying it.
2: <laughs> we'll all give it a go. Let's Jeremy my audio. Hell we'll yeah. That. Jeremy, drive safe right. to the airport. Folks, hopefully we can recover this Thank audio. You. We'll see you next week. Love you boys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Love you boys too, bro. That sounds like a sick app. I know. I'll make a folder within like, I don't know, while I'm driving and then We'll see what You're we chilling. can piece together. All I'll see right. what
1: I can send you. I'll see what I can send Maybe we'll have... Peace.
0: Bye, boys. Peace. Bye, listeners. Thank you. I'll text you guys about the Joe Rogan experience. Do it. <laughs> <laughs>